Welcome, everyone, to the Everything Jimmy Athletics podcast. We've got a lot to cover today. Today is Monday, February the 24th, as we head towards championship season for a lot of sports and a few other sports just getting underway. So a lot happening. We'll talk about both basketball teams, baseball, softball, men's wrestling. There isn't a whole lot that we're not going to cover here on a Monday. First of all, we're going to start off with women's basketball. The Jimmy women's basketball team took on the number two team in the country, the Concordia Bulldogs, in the home finale at Harold Newman Arena on Saturday afternoon. And the Jimmies gave the Bulldogs all they could handle down just four points going into the fourth quarter. They eventually lost 76-66. to Macy Nielsen, talented freshman, had 19 points. And again, the Jimmies did an excellent job as they rounded out the regular season. This is a Concordia team that's won a national championship it's a very, very tough team to handle, and the Jimmies gave them all they can handle. UJ now 16-14 and 14 overall, 9-13 and 13 in the Great Plains Athletic Conference, and they will head to the GPAC Conference Tournament. That'll start this week. It starts Wednesday night as the Jimmies will travel to number two, Midland, or excuse me, number two Hastings. That game will be at 6 o'clock on Wednesday night. Hastings 28-2 and two on the season and 20-2 and two in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. The Jimmies have really given Hastings all they can handle this year, so you got to like their chances to go to Hastings and give that ball club a tough game on Wednesday night. After the performance on Saturday, we caught up with junior guard Emma Storr and talked to her about not only her performance, but that of the team and as they get ready for this week's conference tournament. Well, a 10-point loss to the number two team in the country, but you guys... Did a good job on them defensively. They shot below 40%. You out-rebounded. What did you think of your team's performance tonight? I think we came out knowing that we were the underdogs, and I think we really showed our energy, and we all just wanted to play hard for our last home game, and I think we really went out and did that. Even though you guys, you know, you're going to turn the ball over against the Concordia team, that's going to happen. But I thought you guys made the most of your opportunities on the offensive end when you were able to break the press. Yeah, I think the first time we played them, we really struggled with their press. And I think this time we just moved the ball, played team basketball, and we really found the open players. So I was proud of us. What do you think worked better tonight that maybe hasn't worked so well the last couple weeks? Yeah, I think we kept our head up and really found the open pass. We didn't try to dribble right away. And um, when we did find that open pass we just kept looking up the court and realized that we have way more open players up the court than trying to dribble past people so so now the gpac tournament you're going to hastings you guys have given hastings a hard time what's the confidence level of the team right now i think our confidence level is high especially after this game yeah we lost but i think knowing how hard we can play and going into it with intensity we have a shot to beat hastings hastings kind of plays a similar style they like to get after full court move the ball around a lot what do you got to do? You've given them a hard time the first two games. What do you got to do maybe just a little bit better to beat them? I think packing our defense in and really um, stopping their good point guard and their post players and just really outworking them on their defense and our offense will come. Later that afternoon, the Jimmy men's basketball team also wrapped up their home portion of the schedule at Harold Newman Arena against Concordia. And it was a really tough luck loss for the Jimmys as they led 48-35 at the half, led by as many as 18 points in the second half, only to lose in overtime 101-92 as Hastings outscored the Jimmies 11-2 in the overtime period. Senior Terrell Alford, one of three Jimmy seniors to play their final home game on Saturday, had 28 points, Mason Walter 10 rebounds, and Isaiah Dobson had seven assists. So the Jimmies will also head uh, on the road in the GPAC tournament this week as Wednesday night, they'll travel down the road to Mitchell, South Dakota 
to take on Dakota Wesleyan. Dakota Wesleyan, the number two seed overall, 21 and 8, 13 and 7 in the G Pack. The Jimmies are 18 and 12 and 9 and 11 in the G Pack. And the way it'll work for the men is if they can beat Dakota Wesleyan, they will face the winner of Mount Marty, who plays at Dort on Wednesday night. And then if Morningside, who hosts Hastings on Wednesday, if Morningside were to win and get to the championship game of the conference tournament and the Jimmies were able to get to the conference uh, championship game of the tournament, the Jimmies would automatically qualify for the NAI tournament because if the regular season winner in the GPAC gets the finals, then whoever finishes uh, second in the conference tournament also gets that automatic bid. So still a lot to play for but for both the men's and women's basketball teams as they head into conference tournament time this week. The softball team is off to an incredible start as they took all four games this weekend at the bubble at presentation. An 8-1 and one start on the year, the best start they've had in the last three years. And we caught up with... Uh, Coach Kevin Gall to talk about the great start that they're off to. Well, Coach, you're seven and one on the season. I, I would assume you got to be pretty happy with that. Yeah, pretty happy. I think that uh, even in those seven games, there's lots of things that we didn't do very well. Uh, you know, we obviously did a lot of things well, but I think there is a, a mindset with our team that there's still a lot of improving to do and. And we're looking forward to getting back on the field in a couple of weeks and seeing how we can just hit the ground running again. I think we hit the ball really well, and we were able to utilize a lot of all of our pitchers. So that was kind of why we were effective last weekend. One of your wins was a walk-off win, and Cassie Ward hit a, a walk-off home run. And just talk about all the things that she's dealt with in terms of her injuries and I guess how happy she must have been and how happy you were as a head coach and probably how happy your teammates were to see her have that moment. Well, she she's dealt with injuries her whole career, and and so it's kind of been one of those things that we're, we've learned to live with. And, and after last year, her season ending, because she opted to do the surgery on on her arm and and you know we were without her for the rest of the year you know there was that thought process by her do I want to keep doing this she's played here for two years and she's had two surgeries and and uh, three actually and so you know it's one of those deals where you have the conversation of you only get four years to do this in your whole life. And, and uh, you know, the start of her career was a pretty good one. And, and then last year, more of, more of a, you know, offensively, she led our team in home runs and only played in 19 games. And uh, so we missed her at the end of the year. And then this year, you know, things have calmed down in her arm where she's able to play the way she wants to play and and uh we still got to be care- careful with her i think but uh you know just starting off slow and giving her opportunities and and she's she's got a very uh good skill set in terms of being able to see the ball and read pitches and and uh she's just a special hitter and so you know she's i think she's hitting 500 on the year and uh 
and in every chance we get, we take her out of the game just to make sure that we're not overdoing it. But she played the whole game against Valley City and was able to come up in the ninth inning, I think it was, with a couple runners on. And and, uh, we held Valley without scoring on a controversial or questionable call at third base where we we threw the runner out over there and and kind of left the door wide open for us to basically just win the game and and we just needed ball on bat and uh, she put the barrel on her pretty good and and the girl at third didn't even tag she just took off running which we talked about later but so we hit the three run home run with no outs and and uh, it was pretty exciting but as a coach I'm kind of happy at 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 one sense and then you know I'm kind of looking for the culprit Morgan Geisler who didn't tag on the play and so I was kind of mad at the and at the same time so but you know it's all stuff we can laugh about now she said I knew it was out well let's <laughs> great I'm glad you knew that so <laughs> let's talk about starts you've out I don't know if you realize this uh, through eight games you're outscoring your opponents 21 to 5 in the first inning what's kind of been the secret to that uh, early success in games that you're having right now uh, good question I think uh, <clears throat> part of it is we haven't faced the best pitching like the the one uh, we didn't face Dakota State's best pitcher and Valley City we faced their best pitcher the first time the first weekend we played but we didn't face her the second weekend and and Dickinson didn't throw very very good pitchers against us so that's part of it and then uh, you know you got Michaela Frost and Mariah Wick and Mariah Martinez and Zito's hitting six something on the year so far batting in your lineup in Ward and and uh, Katie Reisdorfer is hitting really well. You know, if we can get a couple of those girls on on base at the top of the lineup, then you got to face Zito and Warden Reisdorfer and Geisler and those guys. And so it's just been uh, like Zito. She was she's batting 670 or something like that right now, and she's batting seventh in our lineup, I think. So. You know, it's just kind of clicking right now, and I'm sure we'll have um, some hiccups in the during the season at times where, you know, they just don't feel like they're hitting the ball well. But it's just about being consistent and having good approaches, and then those things will happen. But Zito is another one who, where you watch her hit this year, and you go, why wasn't I letting her play a lot more last year? You know, it just seems like she's really zeroed in on the on the ball and she was like that in the fall as well so it's been fun to watch her and ward and and all the girls so far you've got basically two weeks before your next game and then you go to arizona and you play 13 games how to get your team ready for that because that stretch obviously you'll probably be facing some pretty good teams uh in a short period of time how to get your team ready for that now that you've gone through these two weekends Ooh, it's always we're a little more ready than we would have been like earlier in my career we everything we did was kind of geared towards the Tucson trip well now we get to play you know eight ten games before we go down there so we at least have some of the kinks worked out and uh, 
It'll be a little bit of an adjustment playing outdoors, a little bit of adjustment being on the dirt. But we'll, and then, like you say, we're playing tougher competition in terms of uh, teams like Olivet Nazarene, and we're playing St. Francis twice. We're playing Kansas Wesleyan. And, you know, Aquinas, we're playing them a couple times out of Michigan. And all really good teams. And, you know, it's, it's still the time of the year where you're going to be trying different lineups and that type of thing. But our training is kind of geared towards the the 13 games. We, we do a lot of morning conditioning and we talk a lot about mental toughness and part of a 13-game road trip is being mentally tough. We can't have any letdowns. And then you kind of turn into a manager too. How are we going to play and get the wins today and set our team up to have success tomorrow. So you're kind of man- managing some playing time in terms of pitchers and catchers, and you want to get your shortstop off her feet you know, a little bit during the week just to give her uh, a little rejuvenation. But it's, you know, they're young, and, and uh, I think they can handle it, but that'll be kind of part of the theme for the next two weeks is we need to have a little break but then we need to get going and get back to work and be ready to tackle that 13 game road trip one of the players that kevin gall mentioned on his team is junior cassie ward from olympia washington and cassie as we mentioned has had a lot of injury struggles this year she's battled back and she's off to a great start she's hitting 476 11 runs scored she had 10 hits and 21 at bats. She has three doubles, a couple home runs, 12 RBI. And of course, the biggest home run was that walk off three run homer Friday morning against Valley City State. We caught up with Cassie and talked about her journey through injuries and her coming back for junior year and what that moment meant to beat Valley City. So, Cassie, you guys are off to a seven and one start. Got to be happy about that. Of course, it's a great way to start the season. Let's talk about this weekend a little more specifically. You've been through a lot with a lot of injuries and whatnot, and you hit a three-run walk-off home run. What did that feel like for you and really the whole team? Um, I mean, honestly, when I got in that box, I just I had this feeling that something good was going to happen. I obviously don't think about hitting a home run, but I just had this good feeling that I was going to do something great for my team. And when it came off the bat, honestly, I couldn't believe it. I think I blacked out running to first, just like couldn't believe it. I get to second. I'm like, no way this didn't happen. Seeing the smile on Coach Gall's face, it was just like, no way that that just happened. Like, it was just a great achievement for like the entire team. We worked our butts off. We, we like came together, came together as a family. Like there was just, it was just a great feeling for everyone. We could do probably an entire podcast on all the injuries you've had since you've been here, but talk about what happened that ended your season last year and everything you had to go through just to get ready and make the decision to play this year. Yeah, so uh, one of the first games in the Dome last season, uh, was first weekend, got in a collision with a Valley City girl, and, you know, I just kind of fought through, and after Arizona, I couldn't lift my arm anymore, and I just had to call it quits and found out I tore my labrum in my shoulder and so from there on out I knew a surgery and gonna rehab for I mean a good six months plus and I just at that time it was a grind like there was no doubt in my mind that I was gonna work my butt off to get back because I had my sisters behind me that had my support the whole way through it and um, so had surgery in May and did a lot of rehab slow and steady and then had a second surgery in uh, 
September on my elbow and it was kind of a setback, but it was also like an emotional, like you got this, like just reassurance that I can do this. And I had my sisters in my back pocket along the whole way and, you know, just worked my tail off in the training room and the, uh, at PT and everything and found my way back. Well, I walked in the training room and you were in there. I knew I'd find you in there. <laughs> Let's talk about this season. Obviously, you kind of had to watch last season from afar, but team got off to a little bit of a slow start in conference play, battled their boy back, got all the way to the GPAC championship game. What are the goals for the team this year? Um, I mean, like every season, our goal is to be in that championship game and um, find our way to nationals. But this year, I think uh, our biggest goal is fighting together. Like last year, we were kind of a little disconnected. And this year, we're so united that everyone it has each other's back. And we just want to do it together and show that we are a family and uh, that we can do it all as one. Like there's not one person on team that's going to do it all. Like everyone has their job and everyone's going to do their job. Isaiah, obviously a, a tough loss Saturday at home, but you guys still have your goals in front of you. You you go to Dakota Wesleyan on Wednesday, and if you can win that game and get yourself uh, into the finals and either win the conference championship or at least get to the finals and face Morningside, you can still get to the tournament. So how do you approach this week? It's a new season. That's what, kind of what we're all talking to each other about, new season. We've already beat them once there, so we all have that belief that we can do it again. And it just starts today with practice and having a good practice, leading in tomorrow, another good practice, and then going to shoot around on Wednesday. You know, everybody looked at last year, of course, maybe one of the best teams in Jimmy history, 29-6, and six, got to the Sweet 16, barely lost the team that won the national championship. But obviously you lost a couple good players. But one thing that was a lot different this year than last year, you, the team was pretty healthy last year, not a lot of injuries. You guys have dealt with a lot of injuries and illnesses. And what has it done for you as a team this year? Has it made you guys just fight even harder uh, having to come so, overcome some of those obstacles? The adversity is definitely a lot different than last year. I think it's just made us tougher as a group. Um, Health-wise, everybody has been tough, but I think we've grown closer to as a team because we've had to fight through these things together. So, You're a senior. Let's talk about your journey a little bit. You came here as a freshman, and you played pretty much JV the whole year. What what was going through your mind that first year when you came here? What were kind of some of your goals, and do and you think you've reached some of those goals? My goal is always to play and always to start here, and I think I've reached that one, honestly. But... Uh, Freshman year, I was hurt mostly with my ankle injury, and that's just kind of dragged on. But, you know, I've always wanted to go to the national tournament, and we did that last year, and I want to keep going. I want to go again this year, and I've always wanted to be a part of a winning culture and team culture, and I think that's what we've definitely accomplished here. Let's talk about playing JV basketball. I think a lot of people tend to overlook it and, and don't think much about it, but what, what did being on the JV team that first year do for you, either put a chip on your shoulder or help develop you, or how do you look at that year? It was definitely a development year. I was not ready to be on varsity or any of that my freshman year, and just like developing the relationships with some of the guys made me grow as a player and as a teammate. So I think it's definitely like a good step forward to get ready for a varsity career. 
So you're getting ready to wrap up not only your playing career, but your academic career. What, what are the, some of the most important things you've taken out of your experience here, here at the University of Jamestown? Definitely hard work because you can do a lot with the amount of work that you put into stuff. So hard work and just like loving being here, loving the experience that you have because you only get this once. So just loving your time here and people that you're around. and their 12th in scoring offense at 87.7 points per game. Talked about the great start to the Jimmy softball season. Well, there's some great numbers to explain why that is the case. Second in hits per game at 13.8. Third in runs scored per game at 10.5. Sixth in batting average at 437. And the Jimmy women's basketball team doing a great job on the defensive end this year. They're 13th in total steals at 366, 16th in steals per game at 12.2. We talked about the Jimmy softball team, wanted to mention as well, Katie Merchant, 4-0 on the season with a 1.58 earned run average. Leading hitter, Santina Zito, and Coach Gall talked about her. Yeah, she's hitting 7th in the lineup. She's only hitting 680. She is an amazing 17 for 25 with nine runs scored, including four doubles, a couple of home runs, 11 runs batted in on the season. So an incredible offensive and uh, start on the mound for the Jimmy softball team this year as they will have two weeks off before they head to Arizona and play 13 games. Well, we've got a lot of other things to catch up on. First of all, the Jimmy track and field teams. They competed at the GPAC championships, and Julia Johnson is the GPAC Women's triple jump champion. Congratulations to her as the Jimmy women finished seventh at the GPAC championship and the men finished 10th. And GPAC wrestling, congratulations to Brandon Aragon. Brandon was one of the student athletes we interviewed on last week's podcast. He finished in third place in his weight class. He is going to advance to the NAI championships in two weeks. There's a chance on Wednesday that the Jimmy's will find out if Carson Painter, also a senior who advanced all the way to the championship match, uh, will get an invitation to head to the NAI championships. And also a big shout-out to Josh Gaden, who uh, got all the way to the championship match at 197 pounds before falling. So on Wednesday, we'll have uh, more updates on our second podcast of the week and where the Jimmy Wrestling team sits. Uh, Jimmy Hockey team swept Midland on the road this weekend to improve to 27-7 and on the season. They'll have this week off as well as they will wrap up their home season a week from Thursday as they take on Minot State. That'll be the final home game for the original class of Jimmy seniors that are still on this team. That'll be an exciting moment. And then the Jimmy volleyball team, men's volleyball team, they are off this week as they will head to Kansas City this week to take on Park University in Ottawa. Park ranked in the top 10 of the country and Ottawa Another very good team that they will face. That will be on Saturday. 
And as we wrap up things on this edition of the podcast, we're going to finish with Jimmy Softball as they went 3-1 and one on their trip south. They were in Joplin, Missouri, and uh, split their games. They lost to Columbia College 11 to nothing, but it opened the season with a win over Culver Stockton 7-1, to one, splitting the games on Friday. And then on Saturday, a couple impressive uh, last-inning wins as they beat William Penn with a run in the seventh inning to win 6-5, to five, and then a run in the bottom of the eighth to meet St. Mary's of Kansas 8-7. to seven. In the game against St. Mary's of Kansas, they got a bases-loaded walk in the eighth inning to win in the game-winning run. And in the win against William Penn, Taylor Cullen's solo home run in the seventh game in the seventh inning uh, propelled the Jimmies to the win in that contest. So Jamestown three and one on their opening weekend of the season in Joplin, Missouri. They're going to turn right around and head back south as they will be in Topeka, Kansas, on for games on Saturday and Sunday against Aquinas College out of Michigan and NAI schools. So hopefully four games if the weather permits for the Jimmies and then. For spring break, both the Jimmy baseball and softball teams will make their traditional trip to Tucson, Arizona to enjoy the sun and competition. Well, we hope you enjoyed Monday's edition of the Everything Jimmy Athletics podcast. We're going to have more for you later on the week. We'll coach. We'll catch up with Coach Shauna Kemp as her team prepares to defend their KCAC Conference Championship Saturday on the road. And we'll also catch up with Megan Keel and Dan Lovell, a coach of the track and field and wrestling teams, as they have wrapped up their conference championships, but now get ready for nationals. We certainly hope you enjoyed listening to the Monday edition of the Everything Jimmy Athletics podcast for Monday, February 24th. Make sure and pass this along to all your friends and all your Jimmy alums to make sure and tune in twice a week to listen to the Everything Jimmy Athletics podcast. We'll talk to you later this week, and as always, go Jimmies. (laughs) 